This podcast is not for children or the easily offended. The opinions expressed do not reflect those of the host's families, employers, acquaintances, or even the hosts themselves, depending on how incriminating said opinions might be. Coming up in this episode, the host's reflections on the EU referendum results. Star Wars in the bedroom. Is it showing too much? And flat earth theorists. Could it be true or are they all just a bunch of twats? Hello and welcome to the Sad Mad Dads podcast, the show where three fathers talk at you about their experience wandering through the strange, horrifying and exhausting, yet wonderful, exciting and fulfilling world of being a reluctant grown-up and a parent. We're trying to get our heads around the fact that our creative dreams and desires are now small considerations in an increasingly complex matrix of family stuff that needs doing right now. We promise nothing but honest parenting, far, far too honest parenting. I am your host, Danny Duckus. I'm Rich Stokes. And I'm Pointless Rinser. And we are the Sad Mad Dads. And this is episode 16. Wow. So, how the fuck are you, gentlemen? Amazing. No, no, hang on. You said that the other time and you were being sarcastic. So, no, really amazing? I'm never sarcastic. No, yeah. Am I amazing? Yeah, I'm not too bad. I've just done two not brilliant gigs, I'll be honest with you. Well, I mean, one of them I thought wasn't going to be great. And turned out to be really good. And the other one, last night, I had an absolute... We did a sort of cabaret night at the old Joint Stock Theatre in Birmingham. And it was it was really great. And, and the audience were... It was a small but perfectly formed audience. But I was doing a bit of kind of stand-up storytelling. And it was uh, a new piece. And I got into this moment where I, I really thought... I knew exactly what I was going to be doing until I got on stage. And then I was like, oh, actually, actually what I'm doing is kind of making it up as I go along. Um, it's called like improvisation in the, uh, yeah. in the business. I had all the structure and everything and all the really interesting stuff to tie it together flew out of my head. And unfortunately, it was like um, I got really stuck at one point in the story. And that bit in the story was describing me having sex with somebody else. Um, and I was literally like... <laughs> going into more and more detail about that whilst I was trying to fight us and what what happened after that bit you know was my internal monologue this was on stage this was on stage in front of people with lights in my face and I was going like going into lurid detail about yeah, yeah. a sex act and it wasn't but it wasn't like um you know I'm sure there are people that could make that sound brilliant and compelling um, but at one point I could just hear someone at the back of the room go yeah, right. <laughs> you know, not not like um you know not like they were getting into it, but more like they're going Yeah, right. I, I can see this is hard for you, but do you know what? This is really difficult for us as well. <laughs> Just skip to the next bit. So well, what would you prefer? Would you prefer an audience that's sitting there like literally leaning forward in their seats masturbating at this kind of recital? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean uh, as heckles go, it is a fairly genteel you know, it was just someone who'd literally just given up on the bit and had just gone <laughs> Oh my god, fucking hell. You know, an almost involuntary sigh of a comment rather than a fuck off your shit, yeah. you twat. Kind well, of maybe you just finished. Yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, that's it. Right, stop talking now. Next Possibly. Well, I do think it. I th- yeah. Possibly. I think it was a girl, actually. But, um. Oh, no. But I, can't, it felt, I can't do those seagull noises. <laughs> but, it, yeah. I, I just, that was a pretty bad. It was a bad moment. But also, because everyone else on the night, um, it was really, really fucking good, and and um, I did a couple of songs, and at least they were quite tight because I'm quite used to the music side of things. But I thought, oh, I'll try, I'll try something brand new because it's a new sort of night that they do called Flirt Off, where you have to do um, 
stories that have to be true based on sex and relationships and and dating and things like that. Where was this again? The old Joint Stock Theatre last how night. Of, how often do they run this evening? Uh, once a night. Once a night. Once a night. <laughs> 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 that, that sounds like my sex act. <laughs> like, uh, once a night, man. Uh, once a month. That's once a month, more like okay. mine. Oh, yeah, I may um, have to check this out. So it's kind of like... Um, but uh, I think the woman who went on before me was called Sharon Carr and she's got possibly this one of the sexiest speaking voices no demand she's uh, she's canadian but she talks in that kind of golden age of hollywood starlet kind of voice you know like um when they show those clips of humphrey bogart movies and you see him um talking to to like some uh, femme fatale and she's like you know how to whistle don't you you just put your lips together and blow <laughs> and you can literally everyone just goes <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's just that kind of thing um although i suppose in those days ever like hollywood probably benefited in the 40s from not being able to swear or say anything properly sexual and having to load all the content like in the same yeah. way like led zeppelin songs now wouldn't be as good if it'd be like robert plant going squeeze my lemon Till the juice runs down my leg or whatever. It wouldn't be like, wank me off with my jeans on. It'd be like, nah. Not quite the same job. Nuance is everything, I think. Um, so, yeah, so everyone else was just awesome. And I was like, oh, I'm up here fucking it all up. But, I, you know, I'm depressed because we're not in Europe anymore. So, oh, you know. yeah. We're going to... So oh, my mojo is, is gone. It turns out I had gone. a continental mojo and I didn't know. It was brought home to me about an hour ago by the fact um, I had something on eBay and it was being picked up this evening and a couple of very nice Polish chaps came to pick it up. And, uh, and they like, spat in your face. Just, hey. was <laughs> fucking English, but that was French accent. So I don't know. Was, Fuck you. Yeah. I hate you English. Um, but <laughs> You've made me I French. Do, I can't do a Polish accent. <laughs> How do you do a Polish accent? Uh, it's, it is difficult, to be honest. Yeah. You, haven't you got, you've got a mate at work who's Polish, haven't you? I'm a cleaner. There's a lot of Polish people. <laughs> I'm, so I'm just interested. Because, you know, like... I remember from my uh, acting school days, there's certain syllables or certain vowel sounds in certain accents. Mm. Like, for example, Coleman and Rice are double act. As long as you've got those in, there's your sort of scouse, scouse. Yeah, yeah. thing. But you don't know the Polish version of it? Uh, no. No. What is it? I don't, know, but like, for, I don't know. Like, I've never tried to do a Polish accent, but like, I friends of mine who are Polish would. Yeah, I'd feel guilty trying to. But, but like, the, my name sat in somebody else's Polish accent sounds like Richard. That sounds so quite it's nice. more kind of, but uh, also a lot of the Polish people I know have been here for a while, and there's nothing weirder than a strong foreign accent slowly getting brummy. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> brummy's it. Yeah, it's an I've, insult. There's no, there's no, you know, voice quite like it. A brummy accent is yeah. it? It's like it's yeah, an yeah. insult to every other accent it's on the planet. Like, I will Wait, bend you to my will. <laughs> sort of, you will be exotic, going up at the end yeah. of everything. Exotic, exotic to domestic. Trans. Like, I once worked with a guy who was. Um, originally from Pakistan and had very, very heavy Pakistan accent, but he'd been living in Liverpool for quite a while. And it was just the weirdest yeah. fucking accent. <laughs> and it's like the inflections of both, and even like sometimes odd words switching between the two, and it just like, ah, really weird, but also cool. Mm. Um, but yeah, the po- point being was that what do you say to a stranger when you've just you've, voted you've just, out, yeah. yeah, and you sort of say to him, I, I didn't, I voted to remain in, but I sort of said, sorry about that. 
Yeah, um, yeah. Did no, you apologise? Were you terribly British about it? The second you opened, I'm so dreadfully sorry we both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry yeah. we're leaving. It's yeah. uh, terrible. Stiff up a lip, old chap. Yeah. <laughs> Be all right. But they were they were sort of saying that it's it's actually going to potentially fuck them over as well because even if they're here and they're allowed to be here, the fact that they're working here means they're not working in Poland. So back in Poland, anything they send back gets taxed by the Polish government as well. So yep. so it's all. The whole, fucks, fucks the whole America, thing is it? such a fucking mess. Hasn't Farage just resigned as yeah. well? Yeah, yeah. Now, right, this is the Jesus. bit. Here we go. Yeah. Let me, let me get my soapbox. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, fucking right. Right. But isn't it ridiculous? Goodness. So them wankers, dis- <laughs> irrespective of whether it was a good thing or not, and I don't even know if it is yet because I don't know enough about it, and that's what pisses me off because we shouldn't have been put in charge of it as random people in the street. <laughs> what the fuck do we know? Um, but the fact that they all fed these half-truths and things and both sides didn't do a great job, blah, blah, blah. The fact they've done it, they've won it, and then all three of the fuckers have said, whoa, I ain't sticking around to sort that shit out. I'm yeah, on. Yeah. That's but, unbelievable. Well, it's what ta- a bunch of wankers. Especially because, I mean, all... You know, Boris Johnson, Nigel Farage, David Cameron, who shouldn't have let it become, go to referendum in the Absolutely. first place. Um, all of them... Absolutely fucking loaded. No, even in the one percent, they're mm. probably quite high up yeah. as people with a shitload of money. So it's not going to make any fucking difference to them. And I don't yeah. know why these people who've got so much cash anyway and quite a nice life anyway have to kind of fumble around and fuck it up for everyone else. It's like, can't you just go? They've got to justify just go hang the way on a yacht somewhere. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, stay um, out of trouble, promote yeah, them out of the way. Yeah, don't get into politics. Yeah. You know why? You know, as soon as you've got enough money, the thing that you suddenly want is power. It seems to me, and anyone who wants that much power needs to be told to back the fuck away. Yeah, and well, go. Billy Connolly used to, didn't used to say like. Um, the desire to be a politician should ban you forever for being one. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's Douglas Adams, isn't it? Is it Douglas Adams? Uh, I mean, it is Billy Connolly as well, yeah. but it's the that's the guy who rules the universe in the Hitchhiker's Guidebook yeah. has no idea that he's doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so people just come to him and go, uh, should this country invade, should this planet invade these ones? And he's like, yes, why not? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that sounds about the same as our kind of foreign policy. Yeah, yeah. I hate but them. Oh, yeah, I hate them with a passion. Terrifying. It's... Um... Yeah, I think it was it was a fifty fifty argument, hence why there was a fifty fifty vote almost. Yeah, um, but it's just a the whole thing's just an absolute chronic. Both sides mess. were uh, one of the um, uh, one of the podcasts I listened to uh, skeptics with a K, Merseyside Skeptic Society, and uh, Michael Marsh, who's a sort of high level, probably one of the only professional skeptics in the country. Hmm. But he was giving a really wow. nice review, talking about. Um, the reason even the Remain campaign was a bit shit and focused on loads of negative stuff is that to focus on the bits that were true and the bits that mattered would have to acknowledge how shit the current government <laughs> is actually doing it. Yeah. And therefore they can't do that and that's why both sides were a bit shit as well. I think so. so. But I think also, I mean, I would be surprised now if if you if you did it again now I'd be shocked if we were still leaving the EU because I really oh, genuinely yeah. think a lot of people thought this is kind of just a stupid idea and yeah. it won't happen. There's protest vote, um, loads of them. Yeah, or yeah. perhaps ill-informed. And the, I genuinely, genuinely believe that a lot of people voted uh, to leave for what they thought were good reasons as well and not because of immigration and race and kind yeah. of scaremongering and weirdness. But what I do think is that what you now realise is that social media really does make you have a weird view of the world because you think, oh, this is just going to be nonsense and it won't happen. It's almost, it's quite funny, really. Mm. And I think when 
when social media first became a, a, a big thing, you go, oh, this is good. It's like people all sharing information. And then you think it's a bit more of a distraction from real life. And what we now see is that it's just it's an di- actual distortion of real life. And between catch-up TV and Facebook, because you can pick your friends, and you can pick what you watch, you can actually choose your reality from here on <laughs> yes. in. Yes, yeah, like that. And you can just go, hmm? I don't think we're going to lose the EU. I don't yeah. need to worry about this. This is not something we need to make a strong case for. We don't need to worry. Yeah. You know, I did like... I, I was in eight plays um, all about what the UK would be like if we left the EU. Um, and I did a Q&A afterwards and, um, with the audience at the Birmingham Rep. Not just me, obviously, like much more important people, like the writers and you know the director and stuff. Which didn't just go. It's very arrogant, so, actually. Yeah, yeah. You just stand on the stage. <laughs> hey, that's yeah. weird stuff. Yeah, then at the end, like I just went, everyone else can fuck off. <laughs> that's my opinion about important shit. No, but even when we were doing that, and they, they um, there was a moment when I think one of the writers, a woman called Liz John, who also writes for Doctors, went, "Oh, who, who, who's like a Remain voter and who votes Leave." And the audience all put their hands up for Remain. Um, and I was like, ah, oh, that's it, done deal. A few hundred people in Birmingham. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's yeah. definitely a microcosm of the, you know, of the of the UK. But, yeah. it, but it does sort of make me feel a bit sad. It means I've, um, like a friend of mine was saying, this does mean that I have nothing in common with roughly half the country. Mm. Yes. And it's not as though I walk around normally just going, Hello, humans of England. I've got so much in common with you. What a brave utopia we live in. Yeah. But, you know, to have it brought home so sharply to you that it's just yeah. like uh, a lot of these people, they not only think differently to you, but every thought they have is different to yeah. every yeah. thought you have. Diametrically opposed. And it's on, like yeah. fucking hell. So now I play um, what my uh, what my lovely wife calls a Brexit judgment bingo. You're just walking around going, I bet you voted out. When you see someone, yeah. I bet you did. <laughs> but you look like a fucking cunt, I bet you did. <laughs> but then you, I, you can't even ask, I've stopped asking the question now, because when occasionally you get, not many people in my circles voted out, but yeah. then occasionally you get someone who did, and they think, well, I disagree with you completely, and it, it, it's really difficult to not then start a massive discussion on it. Well, it's fucking pointless now, because it's done, and we've got to move forward and, yeah, and yeah. try and make it the best we can. Um, I'm afraid I didn't vote, gentlemen, so I have you know no what? right to have an opinion <laughs> you know what? at for the, all. For the first time I can remember in my adult life, I think this was probably the one to justifiably not vote, to say, what do I know? Yeah. Yeah. I, okay, I, we've I, not been given sufficient yeah. information. I haven't yeah. got the time right. to research it sufficiently to actually have an informed opinion. Whereas most people just voted for some emotional issue. And yeah, I, yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah, well, I always get caught out because I always forget that the my kids' school is a school that they use as a polling station. So I always think, like, voting, that would be a piece of piss. I will just vote. But then I go, oh, I'll have the kids with me. (laughs) Um, And at the moment, I have, like, uh, sort of a half-hour walk away from the place where we registered to vote as well because of various house troubles, which in the last episode you will have heard about. (laughs) Um, Now I live somewhere else. Um, so I was like, oh, shitting hell. So I had to get, like, three buses with the kids and turn it into, like, a pretend away day. It was like, you, have a, you can have a packed lunch each and eat it on the bus. Yeah. Are we going to a magic place yeah. where I write on a piece of paper? Look, and that's da- called the homeless bus. Yeah, and Daddy's going to vote. Why does the bus smell of piss? It's a bus. Uh, and, don't, and don't say piss. <laughs> yes, young seven-year-old. 
Um, but okay. I think also a lot of the problem is you get folks who um, I don't know when it started, and it's like a knee-jerk reaction to go. I think particularly the BBC got frightened after uh, Russell Brand started threatening to reveal sexual details about what he did with Manuel's granddaughter and stuff. But it seems like for the last five or ten years, all the news uh, folks have given equal weight to complete idiots as they have done to actual, you know, political theorists and things like that. Yeah. So you have, like, Owen Jones from The Guardian going, well, I think it's difficult to kind of discount what, um, you know, Chomsky's theories on, on politics have now, today, with when most people get most of their information from social media. Then you get, like, this, like and then we just, there's this fucking cunt we picked up off the street. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hate everyone. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, and it's for balance, uh, Yeah, for balance. Yeah. And it's just literally, like, so now everyone thinks they're an expert. Yeah. And everyone thinks that their, you know, um, their opinion is just as good as people have spent their whole yeah. lives mm. thinking about this shit. Oh, but so what though? Because um, uh, as Michael Gove said, we're sick of experts. Yes, but yeah, that's, we're not I interested think... in what experts think. What, what do they know? <laughs> but, but transpose that theory into a- another aspect of your life. Well, just like my wife's having a child, so we've hired a, a really, really high qualified um, midwife. You know what? And I'm we dragged this twat in sick. from the pub. Yeah, I'm fucking sick of people knowing what they're doing. That's yeah. what I'm sick of in this so, country. So it's kind of like, oh no, um, well, it looks like the heart rate's dropping, um, Mrs. Stokes. What would you like us to do? Fucking um, well, heart rate, asked, don't worry. That's the midwife. Conspiracy. Uh, the midwife says, can we get like a, a crash team in? Uh, bloke from the pub, what do you say? Oh, I'll probably be alright. Yeah. I saw CPR on Holby City once, it was yeah. fine. Oh, it's dead. That's all right. It's not my baby anyway. Yeah, that's Ni- that's a Nigel, Too many Nigel anyway. Farage's attitude in a, in a nutshell. There you go. I right. killed your baby. Now I'm off. He, although so much hatred for him has come out now, he will have to go and be an immigrant in a different country. Well, but he won't be allowed to not in the EU without... Actually, just pay for it. It'll be fine. I'll keep wankers. Uh, yeah, so on that uh, depressing start to the show, uh, we suppose we better do something funny. Let's all go and kill ourselves. <laughs> that, that's not that funny. <laughs> <laughs> Trigger warning. Death. Death. <laughs> so, um, we've been introducing Star Wars into the bedroom a bit. Wow. Um, C-3PO. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, did you pick that one first straight away as well? Because I did. I thought, yes, C-3PO. So, now, if, if you can say in, introducing Star Wars into the bedroom in a kind of a sexual sense, yeah. I'd have immediately thought R2-D2 because he's got a nice rounded top. I mean, who could fit on him there? I mean, I know there's a lot of aliens about in Star Wars and that, but mm. yeah. no one's done that. No one's done a Star Wars porno where R2-D2 gets inserted I, into I, a I, Ragnarok. Into Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> I bet you there's Star Wars porn. I bet you there's Star Wars porn. There must be. There must be. There's Guardians of the Galaxy porn. Is there? Oh, I've watched that. Well, I mean, it's, <laughs> I'm assuming that's what it is, or I suppose it could be Star Trek. It's uh, Green Girls. I've seen the Green Girls one. Right. Yeah. Perhaps it's, it's Star Trek. Is there an Avatar one? You know, the big blue things with the tails that they have sex with. But they're like nine times the size of a human, oh, aren't they? Yes. You just like step inside and just <laughs> wiggle <laughs> it. Dance. Up to, up to your neck. Yeah. For Happy the, face was for really... The, for the listeners that yeah. couldn't see that, Rich was doing jazz arms at yeah. that point. <laughs> Tickle stick. Is that your G-spot? Nope. That's my child. <laughs> I'll just climb in and give that a cuddle. Yeah. Wow, that's a weird it's visual a, image. It's oh, a threesome man. and incest. <laughs> At the same time. Normal weekend. Anyway, sorry, man. Um, we want to know about your Star Wars yeah. sex. No, no, it's just like, 
Oh, oh, just normalising it first to make you feel more comfortable. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. I mean, infant unborn threesomes. <laughs> that, that was me. Any, anything me I say about Star Wars now, it just you know, it's, it's not going to seem as dis- distorted. Go for it. Um, so we just like she'll be Ray and I'll be the the guy handing out portions. Cool. Yeah. So it's like, Wait, it's hang on. So what? The big, the big fat fishy dude. Yeah, in yeah. yeah. <laughs> the one behind the uh, well, quarter portion. Do, do, do you do the voice? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like, <clears throat> so if she's been smooching a bit and having a fiddle and that, I'll just be like, mm, "What you've done there is worth one quarter portion." <laughs> But then, like, she'll whip her tits out, and it's like, whoa, 60 portions. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, man, um, it's, a, it's a good rating system. Do you know what I mean? Do you have to have, like, vacuum-packed, strange, wobbly, desiccated food to give her in portions as well? Or, or is that just I wonder where that was going. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's the, you introduced the Johnnies. And yeah. I might have gone a little bit cool. too far down the, the role-play there. Yeah. But, um, it's, so, it's, it's just, you know, it's fun to... <laughs> so, then you run in in a Kylo Ren costume and yeah. chase them both around for a bit. And, and shoot her dad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> Dan, go away! <laughs> You're spoiling the vibe. Where the fuck did you get that laser? This is how we do this round here. Yeah. This is me now. <laughs> I'm not Dan, I'm Kylo Ren. <laughs> Away. I will only respond to Kylo Ren. <laughs> Look how floppy it's become. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, I'm interested. So as a um, scientist, mm. I'm now interested in how you've uh, quantified this. So you mentioned a bit of a fiddle is a quarter portion. Yes. But absolutely. boobies is 60 portions. Well, I'm, I just do like boobies. And that's, well, a, that's a way to just, you know, escalate oh, I'm yourself not, to no, 60 No, no, portions. it's fine. As long as Makes there's a sense. system, then I'm, I'm happy with it. Yeah. Why? What would you give boobies? Oh, I'm, I'm not averse to boobies. Yeah, sixty portions. Sixty portions. So define fiddle. <laughs> I like to define portion. I was thinking lengths of insertion. It's like a quarter portion would be like <laughs> just the for tip. That, for that, you get one quasi thrust. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put it in just a little bit to tea. Oh, I was going to do some red hot chilli peppers. A little bit to tease it. Then I'll give it back, back a little, little bit deeper. Two portions. I like to give portions. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. So, so. Wait, well, what, hang on. So, going back to the context of the film, what does he offer her for the? I can't remember what it is now. I've only watched the droid. Titwank. I don't remember that in Star Wars. Fuck it now. So I, <laughs> I may have drifted slightly. <laughs> Just a little, yeah. It was a long film. So, what did she? What, what did he offer her loads for? I can't remember what it was now. <laughs> 60 portions. <laughs> he, he, found, he found the droid, didn't he? It was he? the BB-8. Yeah. The B, the B, well, fuck you, you know the game. Uh, yeah. The name's brilliant. BB-8. The BB-8 was... Was it 60 portions? Yeah, 60 portions. So, oh, right. You, so, right, right, so now we've got... the script of the film, then. Yeah, so now we've got context, right? So you're saying boobs mm. is the equivalent of one BB-8. Yeah. Right. So mm. one boob would be thirty portions, I'm assuming, or is it, portions, or is it yeah. an exponential logarithmic scale, or is it? To like- be honest, I really wasn't expecting the conversation. <laughs> to go it was. Uh, it started as you know a yeah. bit of. Yeah, I just I can't no. Yeah. Okay. All right. No, I'm, I'm just interested because if I'm going to take this on, I'm, I'm going to have to have it, you know, very well quantified yeah. to the point where I might have to refer to the um, scale charts. Okay. Well. Know? If 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 it comes to it, then I think you should be C three PO. I think that's okay. 
with all your Actually, calculations that would fit. and everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so if I bring this into the bedroom mm. and my wife starts doing something, I'll just be like, oh, hold on, I just need to refer to the schematic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Just flip the lights on. Hang on, hang on. Wait, 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 no, no, don't, don't, just carry on, don't stop. Just, yes. I just need, oh, oh, um, <clears throat> 30 portions. Yes. I'm just going to turn the main light on, fire up the laptop and look at the email. <laughs> there we go. Brilliant. Okay. Well, that, um, that I just might... thought I'd share. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I didn't realise I was going to get so badly slighted. Well, I, kinda, I, look, I just need it nailed down, that's all. <laughs> that's not part of the <laughs> Well, I mean, I think in terms of sexual fantasies, I think you've picked a really good one because there's only there's three females in the whole of Star Wars. Hmm. And now that um, Carrie Fisher is a lot more sort of grown up hmm. and has this kind of the, um, elder stateswoman kind of character in the film rather than I'm the sexy, um, boisterous female still, character. You, you would have to still do it, though. Just to say you had. Well, yeah. She's still a very beautiful woman. Yeah. But, I mean, there was still, you know, it would fe- it would seem wrong even to sort of retroactively... Lots of people now are... Lots of people listening to this. I don't know if there's lots of you. Anyone listening to this who has had, like, a Princess Leia fantasy um, from Return of the Jedi is now going, oh, is that now off limits? No, no, like, no. No, it's not off limits. Definitely But not. it would just seem slightly wrong in retrospect now seeing that her all the age she is now. How it, have it, just, just working on... Fuck those buns has a whole different meaning when you're talking about Princess Leia. Because <laughs> <laughs> that would be kind of strange. Humping you, her head. You'd, you'd certainly want clarity, wouldn't you, beforehand? Yeah. Like, that's which, not what I meant. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, that's an aside. But um, <laughs> yeah. So, is it wrong that through the whole of this, my first, um, my first brain image of something to do something sexual with was that hole with the teeth in it that um, he does the the wa- Almighty Sarlacc. Yeah. You'd fuck the Almighty Sarlacc. It's got teeth in it. Well, it's quite Teeth and a sand yeah. around the entrance. That's it, the worst. It's, it's not. It's not wrong, is it? Yeah. But it's like out of there were actually two actual real female humans in that film franchise. Yeah, in that and scene, you've, perhaps you've picked yeah. what looks like an armed bumhole <laughs> that eats yeah, people with sand around it. With sand around yeah. it. And in the CGI version, it's like a plant thing that comes out and claps like that. So how does it clap? Like that. Like, just for the just for the podcast. <laughs> That's exactly how it claps, everyone. So uh, it looks yeah. a bit like a Venus flytrap with, yeah. with sand around it. And you don't a, have and sex a, with that. A tooth filled bumhole. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> yeah. You don't have sex with anything in that equation. No, I think yeah. you might be right there. Mm. I think yeah. Any as soon as you go weaponized bumhole, that's mm. that's when you start to go. Um, I'm going to call a cab. I will. <laughs> I will say that I didn't. I want, my question wasn't about whether this would be a good idea to fuck it. Oh, it was just a my question. <laughs> my, my, my question. My question was: Is it weird that that was the first thing well, my brain? We can, we can all look at you and nod and say, uh, yes, "Yeah, that yeah, was." Yeah, that was, was I think, one, yeah, okay. as weird things go. If it, <laughs> to be fair, I'd rather I'd rather bum jabber than that. Yeah, if, if I had a choice. Yeah. Everyone else was thinking about the snowman after he's had his arm cut off, obviously, <laughs> and, oh, and fucking the armhole. That's it. Well, yeah. Well, he gets inside it, doesn't he? So he isn't far off. Oh, I think. Oh, no, the, what's the thing he rides on? It's like the. I um, find your lack of knowledge of Star Wars disturbing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Yeah. Okay. Look, I don't know the names of the fucking thing. Look, you see now, but you, I hate that you've done this because now my brain is on overdrive, and I'm now imagining myself sitting on the, the guy with who talks in Jabba's ear with the big long head that oh, kills yeah. me. Yeah. I'm now fucking his head. <laughs> so, this is why you can't. 
trust my imagination with his yeah. stuff. It's him going, ah, jab out there. And I'm just there going, ugh, ugh, on his head. You know the loopy head thing that yeah, goes yeah, around I his totally head? know. I know what you're fucking You've yeah. wrapped it around you. Yeah, wrapped but it's it around like, me. The, the, again, you know, there's, there's human characters in this, in this film <laughs> yeah, but this series. is how my brain works. <laughs> Can't do this to me. You say, I mean, I... Uh, I'm not. I'm the last person to be speciesist, <laughs> but I I think start off with the people who've got orifices that correspond to your genitalia, <laughs> yeah, and then start head raping. If they consent later, yeah, to consenting. Well, it's head not rape. rape then, though. No, consenting head sex, just head hump, head hump sex. <laughs> but you don't know what bits of it. But like, presumably, I mean. It's hard to tell from all the other organisms in that scene, but to judge from what Leia's wearing, there has been an orgy before Luke comes in. <laughs> quite, quite, yeah, quite and she's like, I'm your sister, could you not have come before the orgy and rescued me from the horrible shit that just happened? Like, no, I, was, I was in the scene, I was in the wings watching. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'll get back from taking and, my Game Boy when we were younger. Yeah, I cried, but I masturbated too. <laughs> I felt guilty about it, but I did come. Yeah. Look. Anyway, the force was strong with that one. Um, look at it, it's on the back of that Gamorrean guard's head. <laughs> and, and lodged in this man's head folds. Yeah, yeah. eight foot of cum, that was. <laughs> um, it's, you know, it's like after when you don't do it for a couple of days, yeah. and you go, I haven't had a wank for a couple of days, and you do it, and you go, fucking hell! <laughs> it's like weaponized. It's like a hose that nobody's holding. <laughs> yes. I'm just taking that door off the hinges. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, and then you get thrown off the bus. So, I think, personally, Rob, mm. your incorporation of this into your marital bedroom may be more successful than if I attempt it. Yeah, yeah, if you start asking it to dress up as a large head penis and... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or I, I want a sandy tooth-filled vagina tonight, yeah. please. Can we just- well, I'm getting the impression, though, that because you you don't really like Star Wars particularly. What? How dare you? Well, I love Star Wars. All right, not as much then. You're not. Oh, I, I don't. I don't care enough about it to know the names of stuff. Right, there you well, go. I enjoy the films. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, uh, no, no. I well, well, I hang on. Need to impugn have, your enjoyment. I have to clarify. I enjoy certain number of the films. Mm. Right. Some yeah, of yeah. them we well we will not talk about. I think apparently, <laughs> like if you're about seven, the 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 other three are quite good as well. Mm. I think both my children think they're quite good. Do they? Yeah. They would. They don't understand. They don't understand. No. I mean, basically, Sacrilege. there's but there's more balletic fighting. If you watch the fight mm. scene yeah. with Darth Vader and Luke, it's just like two men standing close oh, to each other. Like, <laughs> really sport. bad fencing. Yeah, yeah just like yeah. Only to be perhaps where um, Obi Wan and Darth Vader is just. Yeah, really bad. Yeah, really bad. The only man to just turn into clothes. You strike me down, I become more powerful than you ever imagined. Are you going to try and hit me, or or what? Are we just what are we doing here? Yeah, but then he just turns into clothes. No, but nothing that doesn't happen to anyone else in the whole of the series. Doesn't Um, to do that. Oh, he sort of evaporates, doesn't he? he? Sort of, and his clothes are left there, and he sort of goes away in a big green poof. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) but everyone else goes. <laughs> when they get hit by a lightsaber, <laughs> so, you chop my arm off. Tis but a scratch. Yeah, <laughs> but um, but I think um, so I was thinking you, you'd get less out of it anyway. Is is your good lady wife a Star Wars fan as well? Uh, she just sort of puts up with it. To be honest. <laughs> right. So so by osmosis or out of self defence, <laughs> she sort of slowly got into it. So I'll get into it because he might fuck my head if I'm not careful. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's um, 
<clears throat> it's just one of those things that you just wished you'd never shared. Yeah, I'm starting to sense you're becoming <laughs> uncomfortable at this point, actually. It's like, can we, uh, can we move on and yes. talk about politics again? So, the EU. Uh, <laughs> that's a bit of a balls up, wasn't it? Yeah, is that one of those other Shit. characters? That's the one who plays the flute. You probably fuck his head as well. <laughs> this music makes me wanna do stuff to your head. I do you know I've got a couple of piercings, you can play my cock like that. <laughs> At the moment they're piercings. Soon they'll be orifices. Oh, I think we better move on. So we started the episode talking about EU referendum results and stuff like that. And this rise of what I see as kind of anti-intellectualism, um, whereby people seem to think that they know shitloads about something or the fact that you've got an opinion means you're informed. Um, and perhaps one of the things I keep going back to on this is um, the flat earth people. Mm. And there is a flat earth society in the UK. Right. And this is people who think, believe, probably a better word, that the Earth is flat. And that, right. And that the spherical right. Earth is a conspiracy. So they've seen photographs taken from space. Correct. These are faked. And they've seen, like, documentary footage. Yep. That is faked. What would be the percentage in faking such a thing? Uh, I, that's a very good question. Why? Damn you, Ryanair, making well, everything look further away than it is. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I've actually... The annoying thing is, the only inter... I, oh, I used to, maybe two, three years ago, I got big into Twitter and debate and stuff. Yeah, and started, I remember. Yeah, and started engaging with people on religion. And, and you should never do this. I uh, know. And I learned very quickly that, wow, this is not... You can't just engage with these. It's it's so annoying and so infuriating. Yeah. Um, and so I don't do that anymore. But the temptation is still there when you see these people, especially the ones who make YouTube videos and do experiments and... Okay, just a bit of background. Uh, I'm a biomechanist. I have a good understanding of physics and I teach at a university. Um, so when you see people doing these things and say, well, look, that doesn't work and therefore the Earth's flat. And it's so obviously wrong. And the temptation to just go in and say, excuse me, this is wrong, is so hard. But, but then you suddenly you're in and, and you're yeah. in. Yeah, never, never argue with stupid people because they'll bring you down to their level and beat you on experience. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't my, it's not my line. I can't yeah. remember whose line that is. But no. Well said. It up. Sounds like Mark Sounds- Twain kind of yeah. sort of. Or yeah. George Carlin. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or it might be, oh, do you know what? It might be George Carlin, actually. You, just, you can't win. Do you know what no. I mean? Yeah. You might as well shout at a brick wall till you're blue in the face. It's not going in, in anywhere. But it's the thing that got me when I was when I was arguing with him was when you, oh, I got into the very very sort of um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for nitty gritty with the nitty gritty and asking questions the sort of the method of just asking them right. how does that how does that work and giving them one bit of information like you said you realise that your that is bit of what you said is wrong how, how do you then sort that yeah and they just change it and move the go- oh it goes so infuriating. Yeah. It, it, so it is essentially like I mean recently um my youngest has decided that his best mate is the fount of all knowledge <laughs> in the whole history of everything. <laughs> so he says like um uh, shall I change the kid's name to protect the innocent? Shall I Yeah, maybe. Just call him Ben because it's not his name. He's like, "Oh, Ben says that um that's not how that works." I'm like, 
right, well, um, well, it is how it works, and that's how it is. And he's like, oh, well, Ben says it's not. Ben, Ben says um, that uh, there's no such thing as as planes, and it's like. Ben's a prick, man. <laughs> You've been on a plane. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know what it, what you're supposed to do with that. I mean, you, that sounds like... I mean, you're, you're obviously your eldest is a bit older than my kids, but I, my little girl's friend uh, keeps telling that dragons are real, for example. Right. And this is in that strange area of, look, we tell stories about dragons, some dragon stories are fun. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Wait, I don't want to go straight to Santa as an example, but... How much can you have that sort of imagination, stories, separation from reality thing? I don't really... Well, I don't it's really also, work that out it's like, it's what you can do without making it sound like you're just going, your friend's just an idiot, mate. Because it's like, you know, it's like, well, he, he's, a, he's a black belt in judo, and he's, it's like, I think even if he'd been doing judo since he was a sperm, <laughs> he wouldn't be a black belt by now. He's like six. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, pretty oh, sure Optimus Prime isn't his dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's got two dogs. It's just like they're never there whenever we. Get. It's like so, you don't want to go. Some children just lie for attention. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> in life there are bullshit hearts. Yes, this, but this is the thing, though. So what? When do you draw the line? When do you? When do you try and educate your kids to? When they start believing in a flat Earth rather than like, well, at well quite. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but so what's like? What do they get out of thinking there is a flat? Earth? I, that that's a question I have not. Been yeah, able to because if there isn't, if now think about it, if there is an Illuminati, right? Yeah, there is like you know, the one percentage in control of the rest of the planet. The best thing they could do is make everyone think that there's a round ball instead of a flat disc. Yeah, yeah. Mm, no, I don't know. No, no, no exactly, no. exactly my point. Yeah. It has absolutely no logical basis in it at all. What What would be what's the benefit? The, yeah, what's the benefit? Well, it's just to make them feel more special, isn't it? It's like that. Um, have you ever seen the episode of Red Dwarf where his confidence and his um, paranoia get yes. personified yeah, 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 yeah. and it's Craig Ferguson is the confidence yes. yeah. and, he, and he's like hey it's you my main man that's great to see you <laughs> and then at one point towards the end he's going like um, what are you doing out there in that um, space suit and he's like well, we're, in, we're in space <laughs> he's like I need oxygen to survive and he's like who told you you need oxygen? Some loser that wanted to make you feel small. I don't need oxygen. Look at me. <laughs> and his head explodes. Yeah, but that's the sort of... That's the mindset, isn't it? I don't get... Oh, I could already feel my blood boiling. I actually want to go back on Twitter now and tell them they're all twats. Why do you, why yeah, do you want to correct them, though? But if that's a good question. Idiot, just leave them as an idiot. It's but, like... but someone's wrong on the internet. But this is like from a parenting perspective. This, how do you anesthetize your kids to bullshit, and how do you help them to to work out? Because it may be that stuff I might have stuff that's bullshit, and I want them to be able to find that out at yeah. some point. I think it's like you just kind of hope that that they work out their own version of it, isn't it? You don't want a perfect child. This is the thing I keep telling myself. It's like I don't want a perfect child. What I'm doing, I'm building an adult. Mm. <laughs> yes. I'm not trying to make a... I don't want him to be brilliant at being six. I want him to just get past him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Deal with um, his shit and then life's waiting for you. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's just literally... You just have to hope they work it out for themselves. I genuinely don't think you, can, you can't live anyone's life for them, can you? You can't help no. them get past anything. You can just go, I'm here, and yeah. that's it. As long as they feel they can ask you questions about stuff, I suppose that's all you can do, isn't it? Yeah. But I've always said... Um, 
a similar area, I suppose, for the whole religious thing, isn't it? But I've always said to my parents-in-law, who have some quasi-religious feelings, um, they 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 are well. Yeah, <laughs> That's they, very vague. Yeah, they don't go to church or anything like that. But but like, insult insult God damn it, and they'll get offended. Yeah, well, not quite. But like for example, there was a little bit of pressure for us to get the kids christened. For example, if you haven't got the insight to have a paedophile rub water on your baby's head, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, come on. Yeah, but if if you if you dunk them or if you sprinkle, that that's quite important because if you do that wrong, then they're going to hell. Don't yeah. go sprinkle, sir. Don't, don't go sprinkle. Don't go sprinkle. <laughs> hell or heaven. Don't go sprinkle, sir. <laughs> Cake or death. Yes. Um, so, but in that sort of uh, area, I've, I have absolutely no problem with them saying, I think this, or I believe this. Fine. Anybody can mm. say that to my kids. Mm. It's the second somebody says, this is how it what is. This is, is the is. truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I've got a problem. So, my daughter came home and said, um, it's, it's Eid today, and they were doing something at school about Eid and blah, blah, blah. I was like, great, okay, fab, and just, you know, we were chatting about the whole religious side of that sort of thing. Um, and it was good because school had done the RE bit and she knew a bit about it already, and that's fine. But it's just the second that there's a, this is the truth thing, and that's what I don't like, and it makes me frustrated with those sort of conspiracy theory people, because you think, why are you going, why? What's what's the what's the point of what you're doing? Yeah, really absolutely. Weird. And it's, it's, so, it's so hard because you kind of like, I mean, I might have mentioned it before, but like at my junior school, the the head teacher was very, very Christian and he was, you know, it was multicultural school and he was like going, um, this is a Christian school and I realise there's a, a lot of people here aren't Christian. and That means you're going to hell. I just, well, he was just like, I just want you to understand that whatever avenue you reach Christ through is okay. As though it's just kind of like, <laughs> wow! You and your parents are pricks for believing what you believe. <laughs> yeah. But but I understand that you're fumbling around in the dark, and at some point you'll find the light switch of Jesus. Wow! And it's like, fuck it out, mate. You know, can't do, uh, but they, you're allowed to do that in this in in UK schools, aren't you? There's supposed to be just, a broadly Christian yeah. worshipy thing every you day. You all just believe your own nonsense bollocks, and that's it. It's kind of odd. Just leave but, us out of it. That's what. That's the bit about it that bothers me. I yeah. don't want anything to do with it all. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, no, if they wanted to do that, fine, but don't push it on them. Yeah, that's mm. what I don't get. Uh, yeah. But that's yeah. difficult. So, in in summary, flat earth people, <laughs> what are you doing? I mean, <laughs> fucking hell. Come t- please tweet the show, tell me, give me one thing that isn't retarded that, that offers some evidence for it and I'll and I'll have a look, but someone who's spinning a little um fish tank around in a circle and saying that this is a very specific example I've probably lost the whole entire listenership at this point <laughs> but look at that YouTube video he says look I've got a fish tank I'll spin it round the water goes up the edges that doesn't happen in the sea ah must be a flat earth it's wrong what? on a yeah it's wrong on a number of levels but yeah. fuck them the sea doesn't have edges you crap <laughs> well yeah you can fall off the edge and oh it's turtles all the way down the best one was a rocket being shot up and right. like, they got the camera on the rocket and obviously when it leaves the atmosphere it stops twatting around as much because there's no atmosphere right but, and they've took that as it's hit the edge of the dome oh I saw that one yeah <laughs> firmament yeah proper firmament and it's like wow um really 
<laughs> so do I have to take you through this one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. It's like I don't I don't mean to be patronising, but you no no you you've made the wrong conclusion. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. I I know very little about this, and yeah. I've still worked out that you, you've made you, the you wrong observed very well. Well done. It did stop moving. It did stop really? trotting around. But that's to do with atmosphere. It's not to do with yeah. a dome around the planet. Yeah. There were alternative <laughs> yeah. explanations. But surely they'd be like, can't you not just go? Um, one word for you: horizon. Um, <laughs> have you observed? <laughs> there's an even easier one. At some point, they, there are moments during the day when you can't see the sun, yeah. and they, you have Correct. to turn a few lights on. Yeah, and that will happen at different points in the day <laughs> for different, different places, areas yeah. of the Earth. Which so it's not as though <laughs> you know. I'm now imagining that they think they're on like a massive um, like chessboard. <laughs> yes, and standing in the middle, going. So that sun's taking its time underneath. <laughs> Already. <laughs> Wandering yeah, around. Yeah. But that, that's a good one. Day and night in different places, time zones, yeah. And the answer that I'll give you to that is that sun works like a spotlight and moves around and shines on different parts of the chessboard. If really? Use, yeah. Really? It's amazing. Honestly. The, so what uh, do they... Wow. Honest, have a look. That's amazing. If, if you want to get really angry for very little reason, because... Have a look at some of the the things that and anything all the things that you can think of that the sort of obvious um, debunking of their of the basic model. There will be a explanation for it from an expert. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. From an expert. and some of them are fucking amazing. Mm. My best, my favourite one of this was about a different thing about um, the Ark. You know the Ark story and Ark of the Covenant or Noah's no, no, Ark? As, in, as in Noah's Ark, right? Um, dun, dun, and koalas dun, dun, or kangaroos. Dun, dun, dun. My favourite one of these, right? So, Ark lands somewhere in the Middle East on a mountain. Barra, 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 Mount Barra, I don't know. Fuck You're it. just talking in tongues now. I have a little bit of Here's something you say So, lands on a mountain, brilliant. All the animals get off and go, oh, brilliant. Right, we're going to fuck <laughs> off to our Australian home now. <laughs> okay, so, little koalas. And then there's this argument, well, you'd have... They can't walk there. It's fucking thousands of miles in this massive ocean. Or there. a sloth. Obviously, anything, anything <laughs> that lives in Australia. Or a tortoise. Yeah, it doesn't work. Right. My favourite, favourite explanation of how this worked was that there were volcanoes mm. and earthquakes and mm. volcanic explosions, right. which catapulted the koalas. Right. Oh yeah, of the, course. the notoriously lava-proof koala yeah, hide through the air. Them. And then they landed in Australia. Feeling horny. So, went, <laughs> quick, mate, let's yeah. mate. I've just suddenly got a new accent. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's sexy. I love this. A, because imagine the explosion that would be necessary to launch a koala <laughs> from the Middle East to Australia. Wow. Imagine the effect. Weapons of mass koala. Well, yeah, imagine the effect on the koala of an explosion <laughs> that size it would probably fucking vaporise him. Even if it worked. He's going to fucking land in Australia, <laughs> having been in the air from this... I mean, that how is, you can even propose that such That is the a, best thing ever. It's brilliant, isn't it? When I read it, I thought, you have, this is a troll. It, this cannot be a serious person. Yeah. Uh, but no, it was a serious idea of, well, it could have happened like this. Like, no, fucking couldn't, you retard. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Look, just accept when you beat on certain things. If you want to go for the 
transcendental argument for God, fine, great, we can all do that. But yeah, but yeah, totally. And then that kind of like it makes me feel better, and there's an afterlife, and I'll be able to see that yeah, my loved fine, ones again. Fuck it. But then, yeah, just the idea of just going, we'll extend that into abject stupidity and fuck everything up. Fucking hell, mate! It makes me feel good. Therefore, fucking exploding koalas. All right. Yes, that's where I'm it's going. Like, you don't have to justify all of that shit. Yeah. They also say stay away from menstruating women and don't wear two types of bloody wool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pick t- those things. You touch a pig skin or any leather recently? Fuck you. Yeah. Oh. But I don't need that sort of thing to get angry about. Recently, my son said he's not sleeping in a bed anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Is this part of his religious doctrine? It's, it's just he's just being a knobhead. Um, <laughs> at the minute. Where does he choose to sleep? Well, um, in the toilet for a while, <laughs> he he just slept uh, on the floor. Okay. Um, now I've given him a sleeping bag. He makes a sort of like a cubby hole in the cupboard now. Okay. Um, he's sort of nesting. Yeah, he's basically nesting. He like gets. He doesn't want. He's got like a, a nice bed, um, with with like uh, sheets and pillows and blankets and duvet. And what he wants is bits of clothes, um, and a sort of like a Batman poncho that someone's bought him, um, and an old pillow. You know, you know when pillows get old and they go yellow and shitty. Mm. He wants one That's of them. When you spunk on them, with no coat, it looks like a spunked on pillow, with with no. Um, it's a bit young for that. Yeah, yeah, with no cover on, and he just yeah, he's five years old and just sits in the in the corner and does that. It lies on the floor. Does he have a lightning scar on his head? And <laughs> it's, is he a wizard? It's instinctive Harry Potter syndrome. Yeah. I don't know what it is. He's just... But, I mean, I was feeling quite annoyed about it because it, obviously it's harder for him to get to sleep now because he sleeps on the floor. Um, and he won't wear clothes in bed either now. He's just decided... He's just yeah, like... He's going feral. On yeah. a, he's going basically, feral. he's turning into Mowgli. Um, <laughs> You're going to find him in the garden, like, you know, um, tucked up in a tree or something. But a mate of mine, she said, <laughs> when he started slinging his gag at people, he yeah. really yeah. <laughs> he's been doing that for a while. Um, well, he sort of picks his nose and wipes it on passers-by. You know? Nice. What, it's seriously? Like, yeah. What a brilliant kid. <laughs> well, he's five, you know, he's just literally like, oh, uh, that's come out of my face. What am I going to do That's massive, what shall I do with it? Oh, she won't mind. Wicked. <laughs> um, but yeah, but it's like, uh, but yeah, I mentioned it to a friend of mine and she, she was like, oh yeah. When my son was six, he decided to be a dog for six months. <laughs> he would only answer to the name of Max, and he would not sleep in a bed. They had to give him a basket. Um, <laughs> he would only go anywhere on all fours. Um, wow. And I think she said she drew the line at allowing him to eat, like uh, eat with his face. You know, like eat like it was, like a dog would. Actually, like she, a dog. They drew the line um, when he started trying to fuck a dog in the park. <laughs> yes, <laughs> just, just humping our leg in front of the neighbours is just not appropriate. <laughs> yeah. But 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 that was it. Like I mean, apart from you know, he, he had to eat his food like a person. But everything else, she was like for six months, bam. And then one morning they came down. He went, "I'm a frog now." <laughs> Uh, but the frog manifested as the same as just a boy mm. and he didn't say ribbit and jump everywhere anymore right and well, that makes me feel a lot better about my mental children that's, that's they're good. all they're all crazy aren't they they must be a lot of them jeez well okay well they're all basically unfocused anarchists aren't they they're, yes. they're rebelling against everything and they don't know what they're rebelling against and everything's fantastically new and exciting to the point where you're two-year-old is walking around the room naked stuffing his fingers up his own ass. wow 
and then hold, sniffing his fingers and going, poo? <laughs> <laughs> poo? Yes, that's where poo comes from. And then yes. holding it out to you, go, ah, poo? Yeah. Poo? And he's like, smelly. It's like, yes. Yes, mate. It's your asshole. That's, if that's you were where... any other man, I'd kill you where you stand. <laughs> <laughs> that's where you keep your poo. I shall not sniff your fingers, son. Yeah. <laughs> oh, bloody yeah, Keep that on the inside or in the loo. <laughs> Gotta love him. But I can remember, um, I read this story about uh, there was this family and their two or three-year-old heard music properly for the first time. They were playing... Um, I think it was a Pink Floyd album and they had it, it was just sort of playing um, on headphones in, in a room while they were making a recording or something. And this little kid, he'd not really heard music before and he put the headphones on and if you can imagine never hearing music and then hearing like massive widescreen psychedelic Pink Floyd and that being your introduction to it, being mainlined into your brain. <laughs> and they said like, he was listening to it and like dancing and then like it was as though he didn't know what to do and he started taking his clothes off and he was like he couldn't express himself <laughs> and then he'd like lay down on the floor and spread his ass cheeks and just waved his bum hole at everyone <laughs> he was just like I can't express myself anymore I, I'm, I'm dying of feelings <laughs> quite why that means I need to see his asshole I don't know but I just I don't want to be in the room when that <laughs> just like just to see the silence. But if you can imagine, it's just kind of like, oh, oh, that's charming, little Johnny. Look at him dancing to the music. Oh, okay, he's taking his clothes off. Well, it's you know, well, it's, it's, kid, it's mixed yeah. company, but he is only young. And it, oh, do, Johnny, Johnny, <laughs> Johnny. Okay, let's turn the Pink Floyd off now. Take the headphones off and quickly. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to see your Pink Floyd or your brain. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> he hasn't wiped his Pink Floyd for a while. Good <laughs> <laughs> seem. Gotta love him. Amazing. Unfortunately, yes, you have. Well, that just about wraps it up for this episode. And it's all that's left is to thank my uh, co-host, Mr. Rich Stokes. Thank you. Goodbye. And Mr. Pointless Rinser. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for downloading and subscribing. We are river dancingly happy that you're listening to us. You can find it a shed load of free audio, comedy and music at the links at sadmaddads.com. In return, you can do something for us that really helps and costs you nothing other than a little time. Please share all the free content that we make. Post links to your Facebook, retweet us, tell your friends and your postman to join in and get free media. You can also spend a couple of minutes giving us a five-star review on iTunes, Podbean or wherever you get your podcasts from. Or you could generally spread the word about the show. Tell your mates. If you feel that what we're doing is worth something, then you can find links to support the show at sadmaddads.com. The easiest way is to visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash sadmaddads and sending us a small donation on a per-episode basis. Every little helps, and every penny that you donate goes straight back into the production and hosting of more free music, comedy, and video content for our listeners. If you want to get in touch, you can tweet us at sadmaddads, visit the show blog, and or send your questions, feedback, comments, or abuse to podcast at sadmaddads.com. Or call us and leave a message on UK 07-495-943-552 and we will try to answer, incorporate, respond or repost as appropriate. Our theme music was written and performed by Aquila and you can download their music for free at AquilaLovesYou.com. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.